This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. A lot of young people nowadays, and some old people too, are saying that we need a revolution in the United States. There's even a song about it by the Beatles, You Say You Want a Revolution. So do we really need a revolution or not? It's kind of interesting because in the days of the Soviet Union, People said that a world revolution was going to be necessary and that the Soviet Union was more or less going to help every country that had a socialist revolution or had some kind of a socialist government and they wouldn't help anybody else. Then they imploded and then the Chinese today are the leading government that says it's socialist and they don't call for world revolution at all. In fact, they try to get along with pretty much any country that'll get along with them. So, do we need a revolution or do we not need a revolution? Well, we've made a lot of progress in America to begin with. A lot of people say that America has the best government that any country ever had, and maybe that's true. And a lot of people say, that America is a total democracy. Now, I would have to disagree with that. We're a democracy more or less, but certainly not a total democracy. There are some areas in America that people really have very little say-so about. There are two of them that come to mind right away. And if those two were resolved, then I would say that we had more or less a complete democracy and that no revolution would be necessary. Because if we had a complete democracy, then we could vote to change whatever needed changing and get everything fixed and get maybe we could just get things better a little bit at a time if we had a total democracy or even a more or less total democracy. But we do not have that today. There are two areas where the people have very little say-so. One of them is the economy. You might think that you're voting for people who are going to represent you on the economy, but think about it. Are you the one that voted to get interest rates raised, for example, right now, even if it costs people their jobs? Are you the one that votes to have layoffs? Are you the one that gets to say whether or not this tax goes up or that one goes down? Not really. You don't get much say-so about the economy. The other area that you get almost no say-so about is foreign affairs. Even when the people are totally against war, they still find themselves going to one war after the other one. This was true in World War I. People were forced to accept that war. People were horsewhipped. People were thrown in jail. People had their civil rights abrogated, taken away from them. And it's been like that ever since. It was the same in the Spanish-American War. It was the same in the Mexican War. President Lincoln, the guy who later on became President Lincoln, 
opposed that war. And several major philosophers opposed that war. And it's always been like that. We didn't get much of a choice when it came to going to war. And that certainly was true in Vietnam. It was very clear for a long time that the people of the United States did not support the war in Vietnam. Other wars that the United States gets involved in, they don't even know it's going on. They don't even know, for example, that the United States overthrew the government of Guatemala or the government of Brazil or the government of Argentina or the government of Chile. We didn't, not only we didn't get asked, we didn't even get to find out about it. Sometimes 50 years later, we find out that the CIA did some nefarious thing. We don't find out when it's actually going on. So on foreign affairs, we have very little democracy. So, in my opinion, if we did have democracy in those two areas, things would be much better. And I think that we could do that with two slogans that we don't usually have. One of them is tax the rich because fixing the economy is not a matter of adjusting the interest rates. Fixing the economy has to do with reversing the terrible inequality that is destroying not only our economy, but the entire world economy. Inequality is the problem. And if we had a simple slogan, tax the rich, it would solve the problems that we have. It would reverse the trend toward a recession, and it would uh, basically make our economy a healthy economy. And it would be an economy that responds to the will of the people if we could get that slogan, tax the rich. Seems kind of oversimplified, but I think it's basically true. The other slogan that we need is stop the wars. There is simply no need for the United States to have wars going in Syria and Libya and someplace in Africa and uh, a proxy war going on in Eastern Europe. And it's eating up a tremendous amount of our resources that could be used to get some of our children out of poverty, to get some Texans some health insurance, or to solve some of the unemployment or other problems that we might have in the United States. If we weren't blowing all our money on bombs and killing people, then maybe things could be a lot better. So stop the wars would be a really good slogan, and it would give us some democratic control over foreign policy, which we don't presently have. So tax the rich and stop the wars would be really good slogans for everybody to have. And they would go a long, long way toward fixing things the way they ought to be. The Russians, when they had their revolution, they had three slogans, bread, land, and peace. There was a war going on. It was World War I. We called it World War I. They wanted to get out of that war. They wanted to have enough to eat, and they wanted to stop being serfs, stop having serfs, so people could get their own land. So bread, land, and peace 
That was their slogans, and they were very effective slogans, but they wouldn't be very effective for us today. Most people nowadays don't equip, don't put, they don't think of bread as a way of solving poverty. We don't equivalent uh, bread and making a living. And land is not as big an issue as it was because a lot of us are our, are our ancestors had land and uh, gave it up or lost it. And most of us live in cities nowadays, so we don't think so much about buying land. Peace, of course, was a good slogan in 1917, and it's a good slogan today. So tax the rich and stop the wars are two slogans that would be great. But are we going to get them? Is it possible for us to get the rich people taxed and to get the wars ended? That brings me back to my original question. Do we need a revolution in the United States? Is it possible to tax the rich and stop the wars without a revolution in the United States? That's what I'm asking you. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.